Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is Carly Chatfield Augustus. <gasps> Oh my gosh, you know uh, the, the new Taylor Swift song, August, from no. Folklore? She said that uh, it was from the point of view of a girl named Augustus, and I said, that is a beautiful name for anybody. All right. It's a Thank powerful you. name. <laughs> my name now. <laughs> uh, Julie, what, what is the name of the thing that you said you wanted to tell me? Girls, I would like to sing you a song. And I want to hear what you think of it. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Lollipops and bubblegum and Shelly with her quinkly. And she goes quink, quink, quinkly, quink, quink, quinkly. You remembered oh, it. My gosh, I have not heard that in so long. I've been trying to remember that song for four years because of this podcast. Okay, uh, Shelly Gang, what you just heard is <laughs> it's a gem, a gem from Chatfield history. What you just heard is the theme song for the Shelly Gang. There are hand motions and everything to this song. Wow, I had completely, 100% forgot that existed. <laughs> I don't know what put it into my mind, but I'm so thankful that it popped in there. Truly, I remember that it existed, but I could not for the life of me remember how it went. And um, so, I, Julie, you've given us a blessing. Um, I sang it to my lovely husband yesterday. I pretty much did the same thing to him. We're like, let me sing you this song. And, and he looked at me like I was crazy. And I was laughing, tears streaming down my face the whole time I was doing it. So does anybody remember the origin stories of this song? That's what I was hoping somebody would remember. I don't. I Can don't. I make up an origin? No. <laughs> Well, I don't remember what it is. It's just madness. I don't even remember what that quinkly. What is that word? That's like cranky. Oh, Shelly, why are you so quinkly? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And and I feel like it was a group effort of yep. you girls. Yes. Like I feel like one of those lines is distinctly from each of you, or something like that. Maybe it was the days from when we. No, this that doesn't line up. The timeline doesn't line up of when we were doing raps together, making each other rap. Oh no. Yeah. Or you know what? It might have been a three-headed opera singer. Um, that could be. Where we all take turns singing yes. a word. Mm-hmm. Uh that could be. But you know what? However it came into the world, I'm so glad it's it came and I'm so glad it's back. Just letting you guys know, my story involved a magic bottle that came from the ocean. So you're going to miss that. <laughs> That's you're, just you're Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, now I want to crack at singing it so bad. Do it. Lollipops and bubblegum and Shelly with her quinkly. And she said quink, quink, quinkly, quink, quink, quinkly. Ooh. And you know what? 
the first time I sang it out loud, I hadn't even remembered the end part. And it just it just came to me. It came from my soul. It just came out. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, we don't even need to do the rest of this episode. I'm so I'm so We've fulfilled. Done We've done it. <laughs> yeah, and this is now recorded for posterity. Yeah. <laughs> As Never it to be. be forgotten. Hey Shelly, do you want to try to do it? Oh wait. Only members of the Shelly gang can. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do the cool sign, gang sign. I can't do the song. I don't get to do anything. Except be excluded from the club. (laughs) And share all your opinions on this great podcast. I guess so. Nobody else is ever allowed to do that. (laughs) That feels not true. No one else ever has given their own opinion on this podcast. (laughs) Definitely not me. <laughs> Julie, again, you've blessed us uh, with a gift. And Shelly, you are about to bless us with a gift of your opinion on today's topic, which was brought to us by, uh, here it says on my notes, executive producer emeritus <laughs> Corbin Miller. Our former producer, now our former executive producer. That must have, that must mean he used to give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Corbin Miller suggested this topic along with a slew of others. There was a waterfall, nay, a mudslide of topics that came my way uh, to give to the small committee from Corbin. And and for that, I'm grateful. Uh, You know what? Both of the Millers have given us a gift today. (laughs) You're welcome (laughs) on behalf of both of us. (laughs) Uh, Shelly, would you like to know what today's topic is? I would. Today's topic is heist movies. Oh, I hope I know how to spell heist right. (laughs) (laughs) Just give it a try out verbally out loud to the Shelly gang. H E I S T. (laughs) I love that the T was so assured. Everything else was questioned. I know know how that word begins and ends. It's those tricky vowels in the middle. Well, I'm going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like heist movies. Julie's going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And Carly, as our sister expert and munitions expert, (laughs) is going to be telling us what she thinks you will choose, Shelly. Are we ready? Ready. Yes. Lollipops. I just want the whole episode to be that, and I'm so upset that I have to say this other stuff now. (laughs) Shelly, I have five reasons why you should be pro-heist movies, and the first one is, it's a formula that you can believe in, Heist Movies 2021. That is Heist Movies' uh, slogan for their campaign, a formula you can believe in. (laughs) Shelly? Heist Movies? mean movies that have a heist in it and what movies have heist in it i before the podcast was doing a little bit of research which is not something i usually do because usually i'm able to just find knowledge within myself but i forget the names of a lot of heist movies because they're all very similar and you know what (laughs) i love that about them i love that for them if I were to do a heist movie, if I were to direct and produce and and have Corbin executive produce a heist movie, uh-huh. I would know exactly plot A, plot B, plot C, 
point one, point two, point three. I would know exactly what to do and then just put my own little spin twists on it. Will there be an objectified character, male or female? I don't care. (laughs) I would venture to say that most movies contain that. Yes, but there needs to be a specific one that has the dumbest job, like distracting the guard or like putting- That's a great job. (laughs) (laughs) That seems pretty important to me. Or like putting the diamonds in the stranger's pocket so that the stranger can walk out undetected. Carly, we're going to get to this, but the things that you're saying right now, you are degrading them, and I say, God bless them, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll get to that. So, Shelly, heist movies have a formula that you can believe in. You can know that when you sit down to watch any heist movie, there's going to be a certain string of events, a certain uh, cast of characters, a certain end, and Shelly, can you tell me what that end is going to be? Uh, no, (laughs) because I feel like there's maybe two. Okay, give me two. That's fair. Uh, I feel like they either do the thing or they do not succeed at the thing. (laughs) Oh. But Shelly, would you say that one is weighted more than the other? Like what, they, they trend more one way than the other? Oh, yeah. Everyone wants to see a heist succeed yeah yeah because then they think that could be me (laughs) (laughs) show me i could put together such a clever heist hold on a second hold on a second have you ever thought that (laughs) of course (laughs) i always i always picture myself as the brad pitt of the group (laughs) Uh Uh uh-huh oh shelly this has unlocked so many possibilities. <laughs> Is this our next sister movie now? A heist? Oh, we've already done a heist movie. Yeah, but that, I mean, there are so many variations <laughs> on the form. You know, uh, it's a formula that you can believe in. Okay, Shelly, come on. Okay, Shelly, next, the reason why you should be pro heist movies is they are for grown-ups and kids alike. <laughs> Am I saying that every heist movie is for grown-ups and for kids? No, no. What I'm saying is that there are kid heist movies, that there are grown-up heist movies. Shelly, can you name a kid heist movie? I was just thinking about that. Uh, the Sleepover? Dora the Explorer is the first thing that came to mind. No, not the, not the old Sleepover, the new one on Netflix. Uh, yes, 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 the Netflix one. I thought Tangled. Mm-hmm. I also thought... Ant-Man, I guess, is kind of a, like a family movie. Uh-huh. Shelly, can you name a grown-up heist movie? <laughs> I will say one that my husband chose for family movie night a while, a little bit ago, Inception. Ooh. That's on my list. And uh, <laughs> by the way, how did your 12-year-old son love Inception? He thought the first about 100 minutes were pretty boring. <laughs> so he thought the first half was pretty boring, but after that he was he was much more involved, but he was also like, wait, are they still in a dream? Whose dream are they? <laughs> what what's going on? So, and I was like, even some adults have a hard time keeping track of that, so don't worry about it. And I would like to posit one grown-up kid movie, heist movie. Are you ready? It's ready. called Baby Driver. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's for grown-ups, but it says the name Baby in it. So, <laughs> yeah. is is there a character named Baby? Yeah, yes. that's his yeah. like code the main name. Character dude? Oh, oh, oh! He's okay. a driver. He's Ansel a baby Elgort, driver. and he is fast. 
fast <laughs> and furious. <laughs> Shelly, many Fast and Furious movies are heist movies. Many. That's true. But guess what? I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie. That's because you're so slow and happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that a heist movie, it doesn't say... It must have this, and therefore it must be a grown-up movie. Or it must have this, and therefore it must be a kid's movie. A heist movie says, hey, here is a basic skeleton, and you do what you want with it. And that could be a story for for wee little baby drivers or grown-up baby drivers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shelly, my next point, and one that Carly alluded to before, is... Heist movies recognize the rainbow of talents needed in the world. Carly was saying, was dragging through the mud, the distractor, the the pickpocket, everybody that she thinks isn't worthy. But I say everyone is worthy. In fact, I say you might even need 11 tights. <laughs> Anywhere between 8 and 13 types. Yes. (laughs) When I think of being in a heist movie, I always get depressed because I don't have a specific set of skills. Well, you know who does? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson has a specific set of skills. (laughs) But is that a heist movie? I don't know. No, Carly, can I I tell you something? There's the character who needs to distract the guard. And have I got a thing for you that distracts my children really well. Theo, my now nine-year-old, had a birthday and one of his presents was a laser pointer. (laughs) And let me tell you, it works great for distracting our baby. (laughs) So just get get a laser pointer. That will distract the guards. You can be the laser pointer gal. Yeah. I would mess it up somehow. I know I would. You know what is great about the formula of a heist movie? It doesn't always go perfectly, but it sometimes that's fate, and that actually helps things along <laughs> yeah, the way. Carly, you would, uh, in my mind, you uh, point it the wrong way and actually accidentally blind yourself with it. But like you're <laughs> flailing on the ground, and that also distracts the guard. So it's or fine. like you accidentally shine it in the eyes of the guard, and then it starts off a um, oh, what is that? Like when something bumps into something else to do something chain, else. Reaction. chain reaction. Yeah, well, or there's a machine. Rue Goldberg. Yeah, Rue Goldberg machine type thing that actually ends up helping you in the long run. <laughs> like the, like the Ron factor. Yeah, like that. So guys, what are some other jobs in a heist movie that must be filled? You said weapons expert or whatever, like the tech expert. Those are two different things. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have them both, though. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> the intel person the one who yeah. knows things about the place yeah um a costume slash disguise person oh perfect Ooh. you know you know what is uh listed as a heist movie the missions impossible and that is so many disguises so many uh what what about the gymnast slash acrobat yep slash oh, contortionist yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about someone who knows how to break into like a safe or pick locks oh, or something yes. like that what about this person who always keeps their cool? <laughs> yeah, but what else do they do? They they <laughs> usually are the head. They bring everybody together. Oh, uh, I would ideas. say in a lot of modern ones, maybe a hacker. Mm-hmm. You got to have the rogue, on a team. The one you're not sure whose side they're on. And that's, <laughs> that's a really important part. The rogue. <laughs> 
the bro? Is that what you're saying? R- rogue? Rogue. Oh, I like, hey, bro. I don't know what side you're on, but come join our crew. You know you know what else is a heist movie? Rogue One. They I heist did. in those Death Star plans. So I, I think the, the one we haven't mentioned that is so important is the Rihanna. You must have a Rihanna. Ocean's Eight, <laughs> sucker. I love that I movie. haven't seen that one. I love it. So I, I think what I love about a heist movie is that I know I'm not going to see the same old boring people all the time. I'm not going to see the cast of friends who all live in, in two apartments. Boring. Here's what I'm going <laughs> to see. I'm going to see a large cast of varied characters, and they are all, are all going to depend on one another. But like Carly said, you don't know because it's a den of thieves, which is also a heist movie. Because it's a den of thieves, you don't know if everybody is going to work together, but they eventually do. It's true, Shelley. You said it usually happens, but sometimes it doesn't. And then they get caught. Uh-huh. But then they get broken out and it's fine. So <laughs> I just love that Anne Hathaway as a double agent in Ocean's 8. I love it. Are you spoiling right now, Carly? I don't Are remember the movie that well, so I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it, and I don't care. So <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> well, thank you for that insightful addition to this conversation. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, one and all. <laughs> but uh, I just love that there's there's more than one way to skin a cat. And by that, I mean there's 8 to 13. You stole my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Lo siento. In fact, you may have heisted my joke. You may have been planning this the whole time. Who else is on your team? <laughs> Lukey, he's got his laser pointer ready. <laughs> okay, so Shelly, I have two more points why you should be pro-heist movies. My penultimate point is heist movies are your opportunity to get <laughs> a little naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, very rarely is a heist movie does it feature um, the good guys. Very rarely. I mean, I mean, even Rogue One features the rebels, even though they're the good guys, you know. But they're a uh-huh. little naughty. And it's fun to root for a bad guy. It's really fun. But you know what else is fun to root against? Capitalism. So... <laughs> uh, not only do you get to root for the bad guys, but you also get to root for the bad guys who are ultimately stealing from somebody who probably isn't worthy of having the thing. Would you say that um, in Ocean's Eleven, I mean, either one, the the Frank Sinatra one or the George Clooney one, would you say that the guy they're stealing from is like an A number one guy, the best guy? Uh, no. No, he's a bad guy who just is so greedy. Julie, would you say that in The Usual Suspects that the bad guys are stealing from someone good? Can I plead the Fifth Amendment? Because I don't know what that (laughs) movie is. (laughs) Julie, would you say that in the movie 21, where the heist is they learn how to count cards at a casino, that would you say that that... That they're stealing from someone who is is the number one person who you would trust to watch your baby sit your children? 
Uh, I'll just say no. Is that right? <laughs> Julie, you need to watch more heist movies. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm anti. I don't. You, you can't make me do anything. I don't. <laughs> you, can't, you can't make me watch movies about heists. So, Shelly, ultimately, it's fun to not root for the knight in shining armor. It's it's fun to root for the guy who is stealing the horseshoes from that knight because that knight is going to go kill the king. <laughs> wow. It's my favorite medieval heist movie. <laughs> yeah. When I think heist, medieval times is not exactly my first thought. <laughs> But I love that I don't have to all the time be someone who is upstanding and moral because that's not who I feel in my heart. I What I feel in my heart is winners are the best and snitches get stitches. And um, I wish I could do a backbend. Those are the three top three things I feel in my heart. <laughs> Just I, I've been thinking about that. Uh, that contortionist in Ocean's Eleven, the George Clooney uh-huh. one. And I just wish that I could do the things he does, but I don't want to work for it at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have one more point, Shelley. Birds do it. Bees do it. Even educated fleas do it. Let's do it. Let's do a heist. <laughs> Shelly, what I love about a heist movie is that it's pretty inclusive. There are heist movies featuring men, women, uh, children, baby drivers, <laughs> babies, animals. Shelly, anybody can be in a heist. And you know what I love is that that includes everybody. And so if I wanted to do a heist movie featuring only slightly realistic robots, I could. Uh-huh. It could still be a heist movie. If I wanted to do a heist movie that featured uh, the, like, amorphous souls of people who have died or not yet been born and then voice one of them with Jamie Foxx, I could. (laughs) It's called Soul (laughs) 2. Yeah, I was thinking, is Soul a heist movie? (laughs) It will be. But I like that it's very inclusive. A heist movie doesn't have to be exactly one thing, and it doesn't have to feature exactly one kind of person. And for that, I'm grateful, because not every movie is like that. Like, I once tried to write a movie that featured someone who was really scared to go to Earth and and get a, get a body, and, and, and that person was shaped like... Um, Remember those chocolate peanut butter bears we used to get? Uh-huh. Like that, shaped like that. But but then I took it to the movie studios and they were like, we feel like we don't like the shape, the kind of character that this person is. And then they said, there's this little man named Walt Disney who has a similar idea that we're going to go with instead. <laughs> what are you talking what? about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying that. That Disney pitched Soul to itself before I pitched my chocolate bear movie to well, it. Well, Disney so. pitched Soul. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I If I made a heist movie featuring chocolate bears, no movie studio would say, this isn't a heist movie. I could say, yeah, do you see those bears? They're stealing the great 
Wall of China. Wall <laughs> <laughs> of China. Wow. Wow. That's what a bold. heist. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, Shelley, like heist movies, because it, it's a beautiful rainbow of possibilities for you, for me, and for everyone. Thank you. Uh, golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. Oh, I thought you were saying clap golf. And I was like, what? Because I heard the clap first, and I was so concerned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Julie, you should tell Shelly why you're anti-heist uh, movies and why you don't know anything about them. Start with that. I don't know anything about them because I haven't seen very many of them. But I have seen some of them in my wild college days. Uh, back when i felt like i had to impress boys thank goodness i don't have to do that anymore it's because i have the most handsomest husband in the world (laughs) shelly here's one reason why i don't like heist movies they can be very hard to follow i can't keep track of 11 characters i can't keep track of all of the 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 plans that they have to do and the order they have to do them in. If I were in a heist movie, I would probably be the distractor person and like come out and try to distract the guard five hours late and everybody, all of the rest of my compatriots are already in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you guys ever watched a heist movie and been confused by it? Yes, probably. I mean, Inception, hello. I was going to say, yes, but then they, like, explain it at then specifically The Usual Suspects, which is a really fantastic movie, but it's also kind of intense. But at the end, there's, like, kind of like how a murder mystery shows everything that happens. Uh-huh. Like, so you've seen all of these, th- these things, but you haven't seen them in the correct order or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of heist movies do that, and I love that for them. <sighs> Fine. You can love that for them. But I never make it that far through. And I walk away in the middle of the movie going, what the heck? (laughs) What the heck just happened? No, I don't. I always have to watch movies all the way through unless they're too scary. Sometimes heist (laughs) movies can be scary. That is true. Gosh, so much emotion. So, Shelly, they can be complicated and hard to follow. Yuck. Yuck madness. Who wants that? (laughs) Today, Corbin said yum madness to our baby. (laughs) Shelly, here's a point that comes from my nine-year-old, Theo. Most of them are fantasy. Why watch things that aren't real? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very rarely are they based on true events. That's true. Although, you know what is one that's based on true events? Bonnie and Clyde. Never seen that movie before. (laughs) What? I, I know about it, and that's the best you'll get. (laughs) but theo is saying most of them are fantasy and why would you want to watch something that is not real and i don't know why he's saying that because he uh, that's all he likes is fantasy fantasy things fictional things i should say except for those like really long fact books like 101 facts about whatever Uh uh-huh you know, Shelly, I think your boy is also very interested in that kind of stuff. Yes. Heist movies, they don't often take place in real life. And what's even the point? <laughs> Shelly, heist movies are all about crimes and usually robbery. 
And crimes have victims, okay, Shelly? Think about the victims. <laughs> Think about the poor... Oh, gosh. I've only seen, like, two heist movies. Uh... <laughs> Think about the poor casino owners who get their money stolen. Does that happen? The insurance repays their money. So the really people you should feel bad for is the insurance company. Think of the poor insurance companies and they're they're not stockholders. They're they're executives. Insurance holders? They're they're executives. (laughs) Shall I think of the poor people who are who are being robbed? (laughs) nobody ever thinks about them during a heist movie they just think about the the heist heisters and not the heisties (laughs) and you're saying more people should should focus on those heisties even if the movie points out that they're a jerk (laughs) (laughs) yeah if they're a jerk then then they just need to Instead of instead of robbing them, maybe they can come up with like a, a life plan, like heisting goodness into their life instead of money out of their life. Where's oh. where's that movie? Yeah, yeah, we need more heist, plant good ideas in people's brains, which is sort of Inception, <laughs> except not. <laughs> so yeah, Shelley, the heists are crimes, and crimes have victims. And victims are sad. And you should be sad, too. (laughs) What if the victim doesn't get sad but gets vengeful? Then will you feel bad about them if they're vengeful? That's, Carly, that's the second movie. That's the the sequel. Then they do a heist on the heisters, and the heisters become the heisties. But I hate vengeful people. Vengeful people just, they they don't know. They don't know how to love. (laughs) They don't know. <laughs> You're right. So that's why they should have they should have planted goodness in their heart instead of money out of their vault. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's something that also stresses me out about heist movies is that everything has to go perfectly right for it to work out or it doesn't work out, and that is too stressful for me. I already have stressors in my life. I don't need to watch a movie that puts more stress on my life. Have you guys ever watched a heist movie and, like, it, during the heist, your heart is racing and uh, your Barbasol levels are just going through the roof? <laughs> So you're, you're saying a heist movie just makes you feel too many feelings. It makes you in your feelings. <laughs> yeah. And I say, no, thank you. If I'm going to watch a movie, it's got to take me right out of my feelings. <laughs> and take me where? I don't know. The ice cream store? That's a good place to be. Do you guys know any good movies about ice cream, <laughs> ice cream stores? I do. It is a movie about a house. That is lifted up by thousands of balloons, and it goes off to a faraway land, a, a waterfall land, and there, there, a boy gets captured by dogs, and then at the end of the movie, they get ice cream at the ice cream store. There's an old man. I forgot to mention him. The end. <laughs> it seems, that seems like a, that seems like you're saying the whole movie is just 
<laughs> working up to the climax, which like, is going to get ice cream. The glorious end of the ice cream story. <laughs> that was the best synopsis of Up I've ever heard. Thank you. And I've watched that movie a million times, thanks to my boy. Here's the reason that I know it so well is because I pitched Pixar a, mo- a movie idea where a chocolate peanut butter bear gets trapped in a house that gets raised up to the sky and then it visits the ice cream store in heaven. And they were like, seems implausible. We went with this other script. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I hope you learned something from that experience. I did. Or did you get I, vengeful? Yes. That's what I was going to say. I learned the names and addresses of all the people who wronged me. That's what I learned. <laughs> I can't wait to not watch the movie about this. <laughs> well, it's actually a romantic drama, so you might be into it. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's about a chocolate peanut butter bear who falls in love with an ice cream store owner. <laughs> owner, <laughs> the person. <laughs> hey, in a bee movie, a bee and a woman are in love. Yeah, and so. then is that she, right? She tries to put the bee into ice cream, just like my movie, and then I get angry <laughs> because Jerry Seinfeld stole my script. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this makes me want to not watch any of those movies and eat peanut butter bears and ice cream. <laughs> me too. Know, now all I want to eat is a peanut butter bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Shelly, it's too stressful for me, okay? I can't watch it. I can't do it. And my last point, as we already mentioned, heist movies are about crimes. And guess what? Crimes are wrong. And, <laughs> and and heist movies glorify crimes. That's what not if right. It's a, what if it's a a good, like, rob from the rich to give to the poor kind of heist, like a Robin Hood? Shelly, I believe in the laws of the land. If the laws <laughs> of the land are not right, change the laws. If the rich people are not sharing their money, incept them and place good charitable <laughs> thoughts into their mind. <laughs> Okay. And, and that's that end of story. <laughs> Shelly, I'm mostly thinking about people who are on the crime about committing no, no. <laughs> I'm mostly thinking about people who are on the fence about committing crimes. They're like, mm, I've thought about committing crimes, but you know what? Maybe I shouldn't. And then they watch like Ocean's Eleven and they're like, you know what? I will commit crimes. Because then I'll be cool just like George Clooney. <laughs> I'll be cool and handsome just like him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and Shelley, you don't want you don't want to promote movies that make people want to be George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that to happen, and you don't want people to go out committing crimes. Especially if they're real people and not fictional people like on the movies. So, Shelly, all in all, what I'm saying is don't choose heist movies because I can't handle them. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, Julie, that was incredible. I'm just so happy that we are able to 
come to an understanding about how great heist movies are and about how everyone loves them because that's what I was hearing when I was hearing all of your points is about how much you love them. (laughs) (laughs) And someone else who loves them, I'm I'm just going to assume because that's the right thing to do is to assume. (laughs) Carly, as our Shelly expert who's known Shelly for low these many years, Carly, what do you think Shelly is going to choose about heist movies? This is where I'm struggling because defining a heist movie is hard for me. But from what I know about it, a movie that should have been a heist movie is Artemis Fowl, the movie. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And it was not. And Shelley is a huge fan of Artemis Fowl, which means that she is also a fan of a villain with a good heart. And she, and she is also a fan of many ages of heisters. So I think Holly's points specifically point to Shelley's love of Artemis Fowl. And so in Shelley's heart, Artemis Fowl has been growing as she's been listening to these points. And she just wants to read Artemis Fowl again and then burn the movie. <laughs> And so I think she will go pro heist movies. Wow, Carly. I, I'm so glad that you were able to read between the lines of what I was saying <laughs> and what Julie was saying. <laughs> Carly, the, this heist movie episode was going to end with a bunch of, you know, like, this is what actually was happening behind the scenes, you know, like a wrap up <laughs> at the end. But it didn't even need that. You're incredible. And I love you. And now. It is time for the moment we've all been waiting for, the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most V podcaster. She's V cool, V great, V loving heist movies. Shelly, what do you think about heist movies? <laughs> well, <laughs> this has been kind of hard for me to like separate the heist movies from heist other stories and things. Because <laughs> like Carly said... Almost instantly, Carly, I wrote down Artemis Fowl. Because yes! <laughs> I'm like, almost every one of his stories is a heist movie. Yes. Well, a heist story, but it's not a movie. So that doesn't count. Yeah, because that movie stinks. <laughs> Ow. It should have been a heist movie. It should have been a heist movie. It should have been a heist movie. <sighs> so this is this is tricky for me. Um, it has a formula you can believe in, <laughs> but each of the different flavor and twist. I do appreciate kind of knowing what's coming my way in a movie. I love spoilers. <laughs> and uh, and I feel like if you go to see a heist movie, spoiler alert, you pretty much know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, like Holly said, like there's kind of a certain formula, you know, that maybe just has a different twist or flavor, but you kind of know what's happening. And I like that. <laughs> I don't like being surprised. <laughs> by movies i mean sometimes obviously that's fun and that's the point but like most of the time i just want to like kick back and enjoy myself and i can't do that if i'm having to to figure things out too much (laughs) it's for grown-ups and kids alike i was racking my brain trying to think of like kid heist movies (laughs) it's tricky can i tell you how that idea started and then i was glad that i x'd it out before i actually said it on the podcast i was thinking Uh of chicken run which is not a heist movie, it's an escape movie. But there is a lot of plotting going on in it. Yeah. My mind went similarly went to um, Home Alone, but that's not a heist either. It's it's an attempted heist that then gets thwarted by by 
the man himself. <laughs> the home alone. <laughs> it recognizes the rainbow of talents needed in the world. I I definitely feel that. Um, I was actually just uh, like around Christmas talking to a doctor who was like coming in to get treats, treats at the bakery who was like, you know, ordering a bunch of stuff for like patients of his. And I was like, oh, you're, you know, this is so great. It's amazing that you're able to do this and you're so busy with COVID and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, you're amazing because you're here giving me treats, which I could never do myself. And so like mom used to say, it takes all kinds <laughs> to make to make the world go. And uh, so, and <laughs> I guess I hadn't thought about that before, but heist movies really do like kind of let you see the good in lots of different kinds of people it's not just like the strongest guy or whatever like would be in like a superhero movie or whatnot um so i guess that's cool (laughs) it's fun to root for the bad guys i think that's that's true (laughs) sometimes everybody likes to root for like the bad guy because you know who's more fun than a villain and so when the villain is kind of also the protagonist like that's kind of fun. That's a little different, a different flavor. And then Holly said, anyone can do a heist, men, women, kids, etc. Um, I guess that's true. I think a heist might be a little hard for kids. <laughs> well, isn't, isn't like a boss baby? Isn't that like heisty? So I looked it up and most of the heist movies were spy movies um, for kids. Yeah. Like kind of yeah. like secretive things happening below the surface. You know where you know what had a lot of heists, even though it wasn't a movie? The Rugrats. <laughs> but are those heists? Well, I mean like doing? if the Muppet babies are trying to get the cookies in the jar, then yeah, that's a heist. And I guess technically they're the bad guys because they shouldn't be taking cookies, but I guess I don't think of the Muppets as <laughs> the bad guys. I do. Every time. <laughs> uh but And Julie said it's so hard to follow. I mean, for Inception, that's definitely true. You have to be paying so much attention to, like, the first half of the movie to even at all understand what's going on in the second half. Like, they are really setting up this very complicated – like, he's setting up the rules and and then later the rules are being followed, but it's still very tricky. (laughs) So so that is – you know, if you don't want to have to think too hard in a movie, maybe a heist – is too complicated Um, because there also are typically a lot of characters, you know? And so it's like, who's that person? I don't know. (laughs) Are they part of the heist group or just a stranger? I don't know. I haven't been paying that close of attention (laughs) because I was eating my popcorn or whatever. They can be scary. That's true. (laughs) Especially because there's, you know, the suspense of like, are they going to be able to do it? Are they not? And, you know, like... And there's always... Almost getting caught. You've got to almost get caught. I am someone who's very easily emotionally manipulated by movies. What? Like, if they are, like, you know, tilting the story to be like, oh, here comes something scary, or like, oh, or whatever, like... I'll feel those things. Like, if I just talk talk like this the whole time, for the rest of the time. Oh my gosh, I would pass out. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it can feel a little, a little scary and suspenseful. Um, most of them are fantasy. Uh, I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess it would be hard for most people to do a heist like that. Um, like, 
most people are not incredible drivers like baby driver. <laughs> and most people aren't as handsome as George Clooney and Brad Pitt. <laughs> and it's all about crimes. What about the victims? I Holly did point out like oftentimes in a heist movie, especially if they're like, you know, like an Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, they point out that that guy, he deserves to be robbed in a way because he's a big fat jerk. <laughs> and can I say something else about that, too, is that the heist movies that I like, the like PG-13 level heist movies, uh, very rarely do people get killed. Like, because the focus is on the the obtaining of the thing rather than the carnage. Although I'm sure there are heist movies that are extremely violent. And and yeah. and to those I say yuck madness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know about that point, Julie. Because you know, I guess if you did really think about it, like if he robs that casino <laughs> or they rob that bank, like you've just traumatized a whole bunch of people who are there and <laughs> whatever. But then that makes the movie not fun. <laughs> <does it? laughs> Um, it's so stressful. I think we already kind of mentioned that. It's like it, they are intentionally making it feel stressful because if you just start a heist movie and it's for sure from the beginning, it feels like, wow, these people are so competent and everyone else is so dumb. They will definitely get away with this. <laughs> then that's not very exciting either. <laughs> but I do love stories with competent people. I was just telling my husband that last night that I – that one of my favorite uh, books of all time is like actually not very in vogue to like, but I only like it because it's full of competent people. You've said that before on the podcast. I was just listening to an episode where you said, "Oh, that. seriously?" Well, yeah. I'm on brand because I just love competent people. <laughs> Great, um, thanks. So yeah, and then crimes are wrong. We don't want to promote crimes. If someone's on the fence. Maybe they'll see this and want to do a crime. <laughs> I guess I've never wanted to do a crime before, so I don't know how how true this point is. I've I've never been swayed one way or another by a, a heist movie, <laughs> at least like morally speaking. Well, Shelley, if I talk like this and try and entice you, eventually, because you're so emotionally manipulated, you'll do it, right? <laughs> No, it's it's something about like a movie or a show or a book, like you know, because they're setting you up for that. It's not just someone talking in a <laughs> weird voice for a long time. <laughs> you know, there's the music or the imagery or you know whatever. Sure, it's not just people talking <laughs> wild voices or hyperventilating for a long time. Well, then, good. I'm glad because I was planning on doing both of those things: evil voice hyperventilating for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i've got to say i've seen some heist movies like baby driver is incredible i love that movie can i say some notable ones that we haven't mentioned yet mm -hmm. uh uh let's see there is one that you may have heard of called gone in 60 seconds uh -huh. uh, and and its friend the italian job those are heisting cars also, yes. one that I really loved is called Logan Lucky. That features my boy Channing Tatum and and my other boy Adam Driver. And that one is very good. And also one that uh that we haven't mentioned that I that I really liked. <laughs> well, I liked one of them. Uh Now You See Me 1 and 2. 
Those are... I really liked the first one. I really like the second one. They're magic heist movies. Everybody in there is a different kind of magician, and they're all heisting away. I have seen those ones. They are very So do you silly. guys think magic is real in that world or not? Well, who cares? Toot toot! <laughs> um, one that I I was thinking of is that I lo- 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 loved was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. Like that one to me is very good, and that one doesn't end happy. <laughs> Notoriously, the one that I saw on TV, like they both live very happy lives. They get really <laughs> old, and they're rich. The end. That's what I saw on like PBS Kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I guess I like a very particular type of heist movie. Like, like Holly said, they can lean into like the violence of it like you know we're going in and we don't care you know who we have to go through to get there kind of a thing that's not so much I kind of I kind of like more like the thrill and suspense of a heist movie you know like like and it's fun to see them kind of have their plan work or have the plan not work but then like you know fate steps in or they're able to, you know, fix it last second or something. I think that's entertaining. Like, I definitely haven't seen a lot of the classics, like The Usual Suspects or The Thomas Crown Affair, you know, those kind of things. But I know about them. And, you know, if anyone was ever watching them, I would be like, oh, yeah, let's do it. But it's not something I do a lot. But I I would say I'm pro heist movie. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I knew it. Good job. Shelly, when I looked at you today on the video chat, I said, that girl looks a little naughty. <laughs> well, I, it's hard, too, because I like also heist books and stuff. Like, I've read a lot of heist books, and that's fun. But they're not movies, turns out. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to kind of separate that in my mind. <laughs> it was touch and go there for a minute, but ultimately <laughs> the wrap-up at the end told me, no, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on heist movies. And I've had a lot of fun today. And Julie, you know what? I will say if I only had to watch heist movies forever, I wouldn't like that because Ultimately, the only thing I want to watch forever is musicals, okay? And there are no heist movie musicals. But I have a pitch that I'm sending to Disney right away. (laughs) (laughs) Phew, thank goodness. (laughs) Now we are moving on to our segment, Five Girls Corner. Five Girls Corner. In Five Girls Corner, we talk about how, as five Chatfield girlos, we are very fond of fictional groups of five. And today is a fictional group of five that, honestly, is frightening that we haven't talked about yet. It's like when Julie brought it to the small committee, the small committee was shocked and appalled and scared and cried a little bit about how <laughs> we haven't done this group of five yet. So is everyone ready to find out who this Five Girls Corner is about? I am. Yes. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Have we not done this one yet? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we can't all be the Pink Ranger. We can't. And, and we don't want to. At least I don't. But Shelly... And Carly, can you believe we haven't done the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers yet? I cannot believe it. 
Because I feel like we did it in real life as kids. Like when we... A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So uh, in Five Girls Corner, essentially what we do is assign uh, a real-life Chatfield girl to each of the people in the group of five that we're talking about. So uh, let's just go over the group of five of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with a bonus six that we're going to have to assign because there was no way around it. <laughs> yeah, are we are we doing the the OG we're doing 90s the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, right. not the Power Rangers BMX or <laughs> <laughs> This is actually perfect because my children are finally getting into Mighty Morphin Power Rangers thanks to a podcast uh oh gosh, called The Morphin Grid that my son listens to. So, uh you definitely will love this uh this podcast Morphin Grid if you like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers so give it a check out Josh and Jake and uh and and shout out to them so there you go but uh so first we have Jason the Red Ranger then there's Zach the Black Ranger then there's Trini the Yellow Ranger and then there's Kimberly the Pink Ranger as previously mentioned and finally Billy the Blue Ranger, but sometimes there's another ranger who comes up, and his name is Tommy, and first he was the Green Ranger, very evil, then he was the White Ranger, and then he's on several other iterations of Power Rangers, but but as I mentioned, we're not talking about that. So, Gurlos, if you had to assign uh, to yourself or another one of the sisters a Power Ranger, who would it be? I just want to be the Pink Ranger. Carly, I will fight you to be the Pink Ranger. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> Here's the deciding vote. Who uh, was Pink Power Ranger for Halloween the most when we were kids? <laughs> Julie. Me. Yeah. And recently. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, have a, I have a Pink Power Ranger hoodie. And do you have any progeny who also has been the Pink <laughs> Ranger for Halloween recently, Julie? I do, but I feel like that's an unfair advantage since Carly uh, doesn't have her progeny. Okay, so we'll take out the progeny aspect. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, but, okay, Corbin said something to me that I was like, this is the highest compliment I've ever received. I was going, I had all my winter gear on ready to go out on a walk, and he was like, you look like the pink Power Ranger. And I looked at myself and I said, it's true, it's true. <laughs> Because my my tennis shoes have hot pink laces, and my beanie is hot pink, and I had pink gloves on. And so, like, all the accent pieces were pink. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're like what they dress like when they're not in, in their yeah. Power Ranger uniforms. Yes. <laughs> also, she had a cool bow and arrow. Yeah, I mean, and so Julie, cool. you're very flexible and a gymnast, just like her, <laughs> just like her, <laughs> just like Kimberly. Okay, so Carly, I'm sorry. Uh, to to soothe your wounded soul, you get to choose next. You can either choose for yourself, or you can assign uh, a, a Power Ranger, and none of us will fight you for it. So I seem to remember that the red one is the leader. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. that means Holly is the Red Ranger. <laughs> if it were because Holly's super jacked like Jason, yeah. If it were appropriate right now, I would shake my whole desk in joy because I'm so thrilled. Red is my real life favorite color, and also I want to be super jacked, and also I want to 
teach karate to all of you. And also, you love Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Well, I mean, here's what I actually love. I love to shout Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's what I really like. (laughs) And we all love to shout, Uh when we're fighting putties. Uh Okay, so Carly, that's beautiful and golden. Shelly, what are your feelings and thoughts? This is so hard for me. (laughs) Because... (laughs) Because I feel like Power Rangers was such a big part of my childhood. Yet, like, Shelly Gang, we, we've kind of alluded to it, but we have not said out loud how notable Power Rangers was for us. It came out in 1994. I was eight years old. And uh, that means we were all the perfect age, essentially. Like, Carly probably doesn't remember a world without Power Rangers. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to remember a world like that? I don't. So it was really it was it was something that we all played together quite a bit. Yeah, and like when McDonald's had the toys, mm-hmm. heck yes, Those we were, the were out there all toys the time. Ever. So so this is very very challenging for me emotionally. You can consider <laughs> the the Zords, the 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 robots that they got to drive. Like if if someone it just loves uh was it Mastodons? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, then, then they could be Zach the Black Ranger, or Ishali. There's so much. It's not just about personality or a favorite color. It's about like a lot of things. <laughs> that helps Shelly decide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I'm torn because I, I did think Zach was really cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I also thought Billy was very cute. <laughs> I had a big crush on Billy, and I still I know. do. I'm and it's like overalls. Why? Why have I always loved like nerdy guys? I I don't think so, Shelley. Look who you ended up marrying. He is like the anti. <laughs> Just kidding, Richard. We love you, and you know what? I also married a nerd. So what do I know? <laughs> um. And but Trini, I think I gotta say I I would want Trini because a I love the color yellow, I love a saber tooth tiger. What about bangs? Do you love bangs? I love bangs. <laughs> um, and I just always thought like she was so fashionable and cool. You know what Agreed. I like about her as I'm rewatching it with the kids? She's the one to me who is uh, the most innately like good. Like uh-huh. she there she's not bratty, she's not bossy, she's not like she just like just shines out with goodness and I love that. Yeah, so so if it's okay, I think I would like to be Trini. No, sorry, choose someone else. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Bad. Fine, I'll be Tommy because now I want to fight all you guys. <laughs> okay, so now we just have Carly and Kelly left, our sister Kelly, who's not here on this episode. Um, if it were me. And I were choosing for them. I would say that Carly would be uh, Zach the Black Ranger. Because Zach always had his finger on the pulse of what was popular and going on. If he had a social media, he would have been an influencer. (laughs) That's totally me. I know everything about... (laughs) I called it... I don't tweeter today, earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but Carly, I would say that you are more hip on what's like what's vibing on the internet in general right now. Okay. Okay. 
And and plus, okay. you would probably look amazing in in the those cool like uh, parachute pants that Zach wears. I am one hundred percent wearing all black today. Black <gasps> leggings, black dress, black wow. Oh, I make little like you know mascara. Wow, it's perfect. It's fate. So Kelly, that means that you are Billy the Blue Ranger, and you know what? You probably own overalls. And by probably, I mean, I know you definitely do. And that's important. But you know what else is important about Billy? He was always watching. He kind of knew what was going on with everyone, even if they didn't realize it. You know what I mean? And I feel like he was very, like, emotionally invested in, like, everyone and the group and whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and so, like, Kelly's, like, our emotional rock. So, Billy, <laughs> we honor you. And, Kelly, we honor you with Billy, who we honor. So uh, I think Julie and I can very strongly say um, we just loved so much (laughs) and married accordingly. (laughs) Who's our Tommy? Judith. Judith is our Tommy. Our sort of adopted sister, Judith, who lived with us for a while. She's our Tommy. And for that, we are grateful and we honor her. (laughs) I don't know. Tommy is a hard one to pin down because like – Judith never wanted to murder us. <laughs> well, okay. If you remember, Rita, like, put him in a trance. Under a spell. To be evil. So he, it wasn't really Tommy. He didn't want to be evil. That's why when he came out of the trance, he was good. And the white, the white ranger. And he had a cool knife that was a tiger that roared. <laughs> I mean, obviously. And was, yeah. Was he also the one who like played the flute or yep. something? Yes. Yes, to call yeah. out his his uh dinosaur yeah. from oh my the gosh. ocean. You guys Oh my wow. gosh, guys, I love this show so much. <laughs> I know now now I really, really want to go watch it. It is streaming on Netflix for those of you who have a Netflix subscription. For those who don't, you may want to reconsider your life choices, J U L I E. No, that's me. (laughs) This has been our segment, Five Girls Corner. Five Girls Corner. Shelly Gang, we appreciate you and we honor you because you are here (laughs) with us to talk about the two most important things that are going on in the the world today. One, heist movies. Two, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. If you want to go into the third and fourth and fifth most important things that are going on in the world today, go to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. The third, fourth, fifth most important things are number three, all of our old episodes. Number four, our brand new biographies page with updated pictures and biographies. And number five, our contact page where you can find all of our social medias and you could just send in your topic submissions uh, so that executive producer Corbin doesn't use his dark corporate money to influence us anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You can also find us on the website, podicongo.com. That is the family-friendly podcast network that we are a part of. And you know what? Uh, Why don't we... start a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers podcast to put on Podicon Go, and then the Morphin Grid guys can be like, come on, we did it better. And I'll say, no way, because I am the Red Ranger, and what are you? Nothing. You're skull and <laughs> bones, or skull and stink, or what are the... Bulk and skull. Skull and bones. Bulk and skull. You guys are 
the Balkan skull to my Jason, Austin St. John. <laughs> that was the real Power Ranger. That was the real actor's name. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we say to you, Jake and Josh. Um, but mostly just so just go to podicongo.com. Uh, way to go. Also, pff, we just want you to come back next week, Shelly Gang. We're going to be talking about the the sixth, seventh, and eighth most important things in the world going on today. <laughs> Ooh, I'll have to keep my my finger on the pulse then of the nation so that I, I can know what's actually going to happen next week. Too bad you're not Zach the Black Ranger like Carly is because she yeah. knows everything that's going on. Me and my tweeter. Yeah. On your tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shelly Gang, no, just come back next week. No big deal. We'll just be talking about something silly as per use, you know, Shelly. And now we're going to sing the song of our ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. Lollipops and And she goes quite, quite, quickly, quite, quickly, That's going to sound so good. And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. I love you. Quite, quite, quickly, Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?